Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Into the Fire, where every single week we are covering hot topics, and all we're trying to do is clear the smoke on those hot topics to find some truth, find some clarity. I'm here with my man, Rob Reed. Rob, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good today. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing real yeah, yeah. well. So today's a little bit of a different episode, because sometimes mm-hmm. we talk about like hot topics and what have you, but now I want to go into like the hot topics in your life. Because we talk a lot about what's going on in, 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 in the community, uh, hot topics that are facing professionals, facing business, facing people today. But I want to understand some of the maybe hot items that have faced you in your you know 20 plus years experience as a CEO, as a leader in our community. And I want to hear about some of the problems that you've faced and how you overcame them. So I want to hear about Rob's top three problems today. So if I understand this correctly, Ryan... You're throwing me into the fire? Oh, Rob, <laughs> get in there, baby. <laughs> Rob's going into the fire yeah, today by yeah. himself. So, oh, okay. so now the spotlight's on you. You're in the fire. Yeah. I want to start understanding some of the problems you face in business. But um, before we get into business, I'd love to understand maybe as a CEO running a company, how long have you run, run Bison for? Since 2001. So it's been around for a long time, 2001. Yeah, absolutely, 2001. And, you know, as founder, CEO of the company, you go through a number of ups, a number of downs, challenges, learning opportunities, um, mistakes you've made. Yeah. I want to hear about maybe one of the biggest problems you've ever had in growing the company, growing Bison. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about a couple of things because, sure. you know, the first kind of comment you made about the ups and downs. And I'm going to tell you that everyone loves to talk about the ups, mm. right? And businesses, of course, have them. There's the, those exciting times where your business is doing well, you're hiring more people, you're growing, and that is fun. I mean, everyone's engaged, they're having a good time. Yes. But there's going to be the down cycle. Mm. And I've always said to people two things. First off, if a business owner is telling you that they've never had a down cycle or a hard time in business, it's one of two things. They're either lying to you <laughs> or it hasn't hit yet and get ready. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> you know, it's this coming because it, yeah, it will. Because as we learn through our business, as things change, there's always the unexpected, the changes in economy, the changes in, for us, fire code, the changes mm-hmm. that happen to business. And we've talked about this so many times throughout the show, but there are the curveballs that come right. in and you have to think about how you react to them. Now, if you're running a proactive company, you're going to anticipate that and be able to stay ahead of it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't negate the fact that there's going to be some challenges. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Well, I, it's funny. I, I think about um, last week when we were talking about the uh, Manitoba Business Awards. And, you know, you went to the Manitoba Business Awards and, you know, you have all these successful business owners around mm-hmm. there and, and people who've, who've done amazing things in their community. But you, you look around and through all that success, you see that you got to also remember that there's a lot of failure there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mistakes there. Mm-hmm. And while sometimes we don't, we like to like puff our chests or, you know, like kind of peacock around like, ah, I got it all figured out. I think you bring a level of humility to, mm-hmm. to this conversation, to this community to say, listen, like we all make mistakes. I make mistakes. I've had failures. Yeah, you know, I've absolutely. done things wrong. And I think that we all need to be more open about that and be comfortable with it. Well, you know what? You're right, Ryan. And, and people need to be comfortable with making this mistake. Uh, they have to understand that, you know, although I don't want to make a lifetime career of learning these lessons the hard way, although sometimes it feels like I am. <laughs> but you know what? You learn things as you go. But if you're a person that's afraid to take a risk, right? Afraid mm-hmm. to uh, embrace that next challenge because maybe it will fail. Mm-hmm. 
you're never going to grow your company. You're never going to get out of a certain comfort zone. Of course. And so, you know, what do you want to do with your company? If you're happy being a small company or you've grown to a certain size and now it's, oh my God, I can't believe I've done this and you got to shrink it back down. There's people, if that's what you're all about, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's fine. You know, but you have to be able to be, and I've said this so many times, a lifetime learner. Mm. How do you learn? Quite often from feeling pain, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Hit that wall and you go, ouch, that kind of hurt. Yeah. But you can't be afraid to get up and get going again and say, you know what? Okay, now I know that wall's there. Let's not do that again. That's right. Let's go around it. You got it, man. You, you know? got it. So I want to get back to that initial question I had. What was your top problem that you've ever faced in business? I mean, 20 years, you faced uh, a fair share of problems. And so it's kind of tough to put you on the spot to pick one. But is there one that sticks out in your mind? Um. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say that uh, when at one point, you know, the company's been growing and growing well, and, and mm-hmm. there's no mystery that we've been a, a growth 500 company for a number of years in a row, seven years in a row, and yeah. I'm very proud of that. But you talk to anybody that says, you know what, along with great growth comes great pain, yeah, and yeah. it absolutely does. And one of the biggest, I'm going to say, mistakes we made was when the company was growing, we decided we needed a new ERP system, Mm. right? We needed to modernize. And and trust me, this is important to me, that we're using technology and we're using it to the best of our ability. Mm -hmm. So we knew that we needed to make that change. What we didn't do, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm not an accountant. I don't pretend to be. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I don't pretend to be an accountant. I don't want to be an accountant. Mm -hmm. I would be a terrible accountant. (laughs) Thank God. I said to someone last night, uh, I said, thank God I got 10 figures or I'd be screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) You know. But. um, You got toes too, buddy. Don't worry about that. thank God for that. It's a little awkward in business meetings. You start to hold them up and be like, all right, I figured it out. (laughs) For sure. For sure. But you know what? Uh, I didn't know what we needed you know, for an ERP system. Mm. And so we didn't ask the right questions. Mm. And going through that in the system conversion and all that, we found out that the system that we had purchased was the wrong one. Oh. And man, that hurt. You were so deep money-wise too oh, yeah. at that Oh yeah, you know what? You've, you've spent oh, money to support this new system. You, The countless hours that you've spent and what you put your staff through. Oof. And when we got to the realization Painful. that this was the wrong system, it was like, stop, stop right now. Uh, we brought in a different, you know, ERP like three quarters of the way through this because we knew this was going to be a massive failure. The decision was make a change now or put ourselves in real dire straits. Mm -hmm. We made that change. We had to. Have to. Absolutely had to. And again, it put the staff, and God, I can't tell you how many times how I appreciate the crew of people we have here. Mm. You know what? I tell them all the time. You hear me say it here on the show all the time. I say it in public all the time. Thank God for my people. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, because we put them through through that time, a very difficult time. Yeah. And they stepped up. Love it, man. Every time they stepped up and we got through it and we have a better operating system than we got what we needed yeah. and we're moving forward. So we got through a very difficult time. That was a couple of years ago and it wasn't a ton of fun. No, let me I tell can you. imagine, man. That's, and it takes a lot of guts to be able to, you know, throw it all away and say, this is just not going to work. And it's so painful because you're, you're already pot committed at that point, mm-hmm. right? I'm already almost all in. Yeah. And now I got to pull back like, oh man, I know how much stress that yeah. creates. And it's literally, you just burnt money. And, and yeah. that's, that is very stressful for oh a business God, owner. Yes, it is. Very stressful. So yeah. that's the, a top business problem. I want to hear about now another type of problem. 
Okay. A problem that's still related to business, mm-hmm. but it's a people problem. The right. top personnel problem that you've had running buys in fire protection, because a business is all about the people, as you've mentioned, and all about the great times, people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes, which is mm-hmm. very frequently in companies, we hire people that aren't the right fit. Right. Um, sometimes these hires can be nightmare hires. Um, sometimes they can be disastrous to our culture. Every single business owner out there that I work with has had a story like this. So I'd love to hear from you, like uh, a personnel story, like of somebody you brought in that was a problem. And how did you correct that? Well, you know what? And I don't know if I'm going to, obviously I'm not going to pick on any specific person. Of course not. But I'm going to say again, through the growth cycle that we've been through, you know, we were a small company and a young company. And as we were growing, you know, we needed people, we hired people, you know, but our hiring process wasn't very sophisticated, let's mm. put it that way. And so when we needed someone, we were going for, honestly, more often than not, skill set, not personality. Ah. Right? Yeah. And so when we weren't hiring the right personalities or we were making uh, snap hiring decisions because we weren't taking the time to go through the process, all, all that sort of thing, we made some mistakes. Of course. You know, and, and everybody does. But what did we learn from that? Getting back to the other lessons. Of course. You know, the brick wall was, let's stop making these snap hires. Let's start asking better interview questions. Let's start uh, making sure that uh, they're going to fit our culture, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and I, I was talking with a couple of the people here about this recently, about, you know, with the culture we have and how great it is. Mm-hmm. And yet, I said, you know what, we cannot stop. Mm-hmm. We cannot, you know, I said, now that we we have this culture that everyone's enjoying, we all have to be defenders of it. Mm-hmm. And how does, how do you become a defender of the culture? Part of it starts right at the interview process. Yeah. Are you a fit? If this person isn't a fit, are you fitting the profile of the group that we have? Because we can teach you the rest of it, right? You know, some of them have industry skills, some of them don't. But if they have the right culture, the right personality fit, mm-hmm. all that, that they're going to fit with our team. This team will walk around them. They will buoy them up. They will take That's them right. where we need them to go because they're a fit. Because this team wants point. to win. That's such a great point about this being defenders of your culture. And we've known in in, in Bison, um, mm-hmm. noticing, you know, when making a referral or bringing somebody in, mm-hmm. it's funny. And this is something that's very different with Bison that I, I, I haven't experienced in a lot of different workplaces. But the managers, you. Mm-hmm. Ryan Kirkland, yep. right, senior manager here at uh, at Bison Fire Protection. You both defer to your team when it comes to certain hiring decisions. Absolutely, we do. You guys believe that somebody's a hire. Mm-hmm. I like this person, but it's not our choice. Let's leave it to the team. Why? Mm-hmm. Because your team, they are believers in the culture. They are defenders of mm-hmm. the culture. And that is super cool because how often do you see a manager usurp their people and say, listen, I, I hear what you say, but uh, we're going to hire this person anyways because I really like them. No, instead, you're giving the power to the people and you're saying you guys are defenders of this culture. What do you think? And you empower them to make a decision like kudos like that's massive. Well, thank you, Ryan. But I'm going to I'm going to say it like this. We talk team. You know, you've heard me talk about team and on all the importance of the team here. But if I don't do that. Am I living it? Am I walking it? I'm not. You know, Ryan's the same way. You know, uh, Ryan Kirkland, as you mentioned, 
the other managers the same way. And I've had managers come up to me uh, recently and, you know, Mike is an example. We were having coffee the other day and he said, you know what, I know we were going in this direction for a specific hire. And he said one of the people that applied wasn't that fit. Mm. He said, but look, at they've got this skill, this skill, this skill. Guys, let's do a left turn. And we all sat back and listened to what Mike had to say and went, you know what? You're right. And I'm, you know, very much paraphrasing, of course, uh, yeah. you know, what's of going course. on. But in the end, we looked at it and went, you know what, Mike, you're 100% right. Mm. And as a team, we made that shift. Mm-hmm. But because Mike had the confidence and the trust in the team to even bring it forward. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a team that doesn't trust you, he's not going to make that comment. That's right. And beyond that, do you think he'll do it again? Because we listened to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, Mike, you were right. <laughs> I love you know, it. No, it was a great hire. I yeah. mean, you know, we're really happy with that person that's it. come on board. Great. And, uh, you know, but it was the right thing to do absolutely. for the right reasons, but because there was a team involved. Yes, absolutely. So your mm-hmm. biggest takeaway here, um, again, your your business problem, you know, getting that ERP, mm-hmm. you know, the lesson learned. Sometimes you just got to know when to cut bait, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do a little bit more due diligence ahead of time, right? Be a little mm-hmm. bit more aware. Your people problem, you hired for skills instead of based on personality, attitude, culture, you know, mm-hmm. so what you do from there is, you know, you made people defenders of the culture. You made sure that you had the right people internally mm-hmm. who believed in that culture. You defined what that culture looks yeah. like. And it's something that's continuing. I know in mm-hmm. buys and you guys are continuing mm-hmm. to uh, to lay that out and figure out what that is. Um, it's a constantly a work in progress, which mm-hmm. is what culture is. You need to continuously maintain it. You can't just set it and forget it. Right. So I love that. So mm-hmm. we talked about your business problem. We talked about a personnel problem. want to know about your top personal problem. When running a business, mm-hmm. you know, how has this affected you personally in, in a problem? And, and how did you overcome that, man? You know, man, this is a interesting conversation at this point because mm. I probably need to do more self-reflection sometimes. But, mm. you know, now you're forcing me to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we'll take that minute. So that's what it's like going into the fire, baby. It's yeah, tough. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They'll get a little hot here. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. But, um, you know, in all honesty, Ryan, if I look at the manager owner that I was in 2001 to what I am today, mm. we're two different people. Mm. You know what? Uh, because I was that guy that wasn't afraid to raise my voice and say, mm. I'm right, you're wrong, you're doing it my way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you know, very directive, very, very dominant very direct. that way. Yeah. yeah, very, very, you know, when, when people talk about disc profiling. Yeah. I was probably you're a high a, D for sure. Very high D. And through time and experience and hitting a few brick walls and, you know, I'm going to say some personal maturity mm. and, you know, personal education because I've talked about being a lifetime learner and I've Absolutely. always read yeah. and I, you know, I've had the opportunity and I guess the good fortune to be able to put some of that ego aside mm. and learn mm. and grow and allow myself to do that so that I'm not the guy that's uh, making the, 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 the harsh comments because I know I've got a pretty quick wit I can you know crack a joke pretty much off the top of my head of course the opposite side of that is I can also make a very cutting comment as I've been told (laughs) that's true just as quickly and that could happen yeah and I've learned to not do that Mm. right and it's allowed me to grow as a person so that makes me you know uh, a better business leader but has it made me say a better husband or a better father you know, mm. all those things as we grow, because, 
you know, anyone that looks at themselves and says who I was 20 years ago isn't who I am of today. Because yeah. we ha- we grow one way or the other. Now, are you growing totally. better or are you growing worse? That's right. But you're growing. Who are you six months ago to who you are today? Like Yeah, exactly. Like I know for, I know for, for, for all of us, we're, we're all trying to improve and change. So again, when you look back to 2001, you know, you're saying I'm a little, a little bit more rough around the edges, a little bit more gruff, a little bit more directive, a little bit more mm-hmm. dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, Far more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, you know, but but now it's through experience you have learned to increase empathy. Mm-hmm. You've learned to trust more. Yeah. Right? You've learned what how to motivate your people. And I think that just comes with growth and realizing the, the challenge is sometimes people don't grow through that. Right? right? Sometimes it's just how people are 20 years ago and that's who they are today. And that's what I respect about people is their 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 need to grow and i think you grow mm-hmm. because you learn mm-hmm. you have high self-awareness you understand mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't is this right do i feel right or does this not feel right mm-hmm. and you continuing to explore that you continue to be self-aware has really helped you come into your own as the business leader you are today right. in our community yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I i give you kudos for that well thank you because we've talked about this many many times where mm-hmm. i think your perspectives are unique and again i'm not puffing smoke here um you know but you really do bring a, a unique perspective to our community and i hope that it acts as an inspiration to other young business leaders and other experienced leaders mm-hmm. to say hey you know maybe there's a different perspective out there and if you, anyone's interested in learning about a different perspective you know, this is a guy to include in your rolodex who you know definitely adds a different perspective to business, to life, to what you're dealing with, and uh, I value our conversations. That's why I kind of squeeze my way into this show somehow. Huh? <laughs> he is tricky. Watch out! I'm telling you, he's tricky. But you know what's really cool, Ryan? Um, I was at uh, a chamber, Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce event, uh, not too long ago, and I was sitting with a lady, and she says, "What are you reading?" Mm. And I went, "Okay, well, I've read this one, and mm-hmm. I read this." She says, "Wow, you!" And I said, "What are you reading?" And she says, "Well, I'm reading this one." And I'm, I said, "Oh, you know, send it to me, you know." And so now through that, we're sharing different growth things and books. Yeah. And what are we doing? Uh, I've done that with other salespeople here. You know, uh, we finished. I finished off that Chad Holmes book not long ago, and I was talking about it with one of the ladies here, and she says, "Can I borrow it?" And I said, "Absolutely, here you go." Yeah. And she says, "I'm just finishing when you can have it." I said, "Please, love it." You know, so we're sharing stuff back and forth. But it's interesting. You can read the books. Anyone can sit down and read a book and and understand it to a certain degree. The hardest part is starting to live it. Mm. And you've heard me talk about this so many times where, you know, I've... Lencioni as an example. And some of the great lessons. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. But how, you know, I've taken those lessons and then very fearfully, I'm going to be honest, you know, this is me in the fire very fearfully how the team was going to react, mm. brought that into the meeting. And they did it because, you know, you <laughs> boss privilege, right? I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I was scared of that. Yeah. I tr- but I did it. I didn't sit back, read the book, and go, God, is that ever nice? Man, I, you know, we got to start doing this. Yeah. I did it. And stumbled my way through it and got more comfortable with it. And the more comfortable I got with it, the better I got at it because I was repeating it, trying it. And guess what? They started doing it. The the senior management team yeah. has started doing it with their teams. Love it, man. And what has that done? Again, we talk about culture, right? Mm-hmm. And wouldn't increase because we're getting to know each other. You talk about know, like, trust. Mm-hmm. Well, whether that's with customers or internally, yeah. your internal customers. You know, we can talk about internal, external all day. Of course, day. that's right. Uh, you know, uh, we talked in a previous episode, I think the last episode, about external sales teams. Mm-hmm. But when you think about customers, well, your internal customers being your coworkers, mm-hmm. and if they don't know, like, and trust you, 
Mm. How are they going to support you? And if that's they don't right. trust you, what kind of team do you have? What kind of culture do you have? That's right. I agree, man. But that's where, again, reading the books is one part of it. Mm-hmm. But applying what you've learned or what mm-hmm. you've read. Absolutely. You know? Love that, man. I love those love those takeaways. And again, I wanted to throw yeah. you into the fire today mm-hmm. because, again, no like trust. I, I like to know more about you. I like to mm-hmm. know about more about your experience. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about certain certain hot topics, but it's always important to learn from the leaders in our own community, understand some of the challenges they've went through, some of the pains they've went through. And mm-hmm. honestly, by understanding some of the pains, the problems, the challenges they've gone through, it almost gives you solace. It gives you some some comfort to know, hey, I, I, I'm not alone. Other people have made mistakes and they've gotten through them and I making my mistakes. I'm going through my crises and I'm going to get out of it as well. And I just wanted to kind of open up that dialogue and make it okay for executives to talk about some of their, their blemishes Mm -hmm. because we all have blemishes. Every single one of us has blemishes and we should feel more comfortable talking about it, learning from it and teaching others what our mistakes were. So thank you for being vulnerable and for going into the fire about some of your problems. Well, you know what, Ryan, you touched on something, you know, pretty important there. One of the things that kind of really helped me was sitting down with another very prominent business person here in the city uh, a number of years ago and having that conversation. He started talking to me about the struggles he was going through and kind of bared his soul about some of the, the things that were going on. And I went, Wow, you know, if you can do that, you know, with me, maybe that's something I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, and it started changing the way I was looking at things mm-hmm. because the, just the honesty and the trust and the truth that he brought forward at the time, I went, man, this is refreshing. Like I, I, I felt bad for him, you know, for for what he'd gone through. Of course, but it changed the way I looked at business, mm-hmm. and that was just from sitting down over a cup of coffee. It's yeah. amazing the influence people can have on each other when you truly share. Absolutely. You know? And vulnerability is a refreshing thing today. Everyone's fronting. Everyone's fronting, trying to show, hey, flex my muscles and mm-hmm. uh, we're doing good here. We're killing it here. But yeah, okay, I get it. But everyone everyone needs to be a little bit more vulnerable and, yeah. and be a little bit more honest. And I think that's kind of what I was trying to accomplish with this discussion today. Right. So thank you so much for that, my friend. I do yep. appreciate that. I know it's, 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 it's uncomfortable to sometimes get thrown into the fire like that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's important, I think, for all of us to, to realize that you know we're all vulnerable and and we all have our issues and we all have our challenges but yet we all overcome them and i think together working as a community and having these discussions we can all get through our challenges a lot easier Mm -hmm. and keep in mind too there is a community out there that when you're doing the right things they will support you so i talk about how much this the staff supports me and all the great work that they do Mm -hmm. but there's a big business community out there that when you're doing the right things for the right reasons that's right. They're behind you as well, and they're pulling for you. And sometimes it's like you say, just that cup of coffee. That's right. And that opportunity for them to say, "Have you thought of this? Or have you tried that?" Or just listen, because you know what? As important as our spouses are to us mm-hmm. and our families, sometimes they don't understand what no. we're going through as as CEOs, as mm-hmm. business people, as, as you know, leaders. So you need someone that's kind of walking that sure. path, and yep. you can share that. That's right. And finding the right person. You know, and again, Absolutely. that's it's not just anybody. That's right. But there's a number of people that will click with you, that work, that understand. And I'm very, very fortunate to have a, that group of people around me I love that it. I can call and go to. Love that. Yeah, Fantastic. Absolutely. So thank you all for that. I'm going to say that up front. I, you don't know how much, uh, you know, that, that external support system that I have in the business world, how important you are to mm. me. So thank you for that. Love that. Well, that's this week's episode of Into the Fire, where every single week we are just covering off some hot topics to clear some smoke away. And 
find a little bit of clarity. And uh, today we threw my man Rob Reed into the fire, and he came out with a little bit of ash on him. But yeah. he looks pretty good. He looks little worse for wear. It's my all right, though. Red. Yeah, it did turn red. It's <laughs> all right, though. <laughs> so thank you so much again for tuning in. And uh, as usual, give us a like, give us a share, uh, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. And uh, let us know your comments on this episode, because your comments mean a lot to us. Yeah, absolutely. I've said so many times I love the comments because I love the interaction. It, it helps it me grow and learn. So please keep them coming. Absolutely. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.